0: Beaming from Pacific Junction Hotel to Earth.
1: May you're on with Sammy. Hey, me.
0: Hey. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. Good. How
1: are you? I'm good. I'm not in California like you, but uh, so it's a little chilly in Toronto. But uh, you'll have to send some of that sunshine over.
0: Oh man, you're in Toronto. Crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you been to Toronto? That's
0: awesome. Okay, must be freezing. No, no, I've been to Montreal, but I've heard great things about it.
1: Okay. There's a lot of uh, Hulu and Netflix shows and stuff that shoot down here, so hopefully we'll get you out here one time.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, I would love that.
1: And the last thing, it's an important thing, is word on the street is you have a very fresh Montclair jacket.
0: Oh, how did you see
1: that? (laughs) Is it really fresh? My blue one? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that jacket. Did you see that off Instagram?
1: No, I'm friends with Dave Marhaj and uh, he and I were just talking and uh, when I finished watching the episode, uh, the episodes last night, I was he and I were on uh, Twitter talking back and forth and I said, I'm talking to May tomorrow and then he goes, that was the first thing he said, she's a lovely person and she's got a fresh jacket.
0: Oh my gosh, he's so funny. Well, thanks,
1: Dave. Yeah, so I had, to, <laughs> I had to acknowledge the jacket, right? We can get to the TV show. We'll get to the but TV hey. show. But I got to acknowledge the jacket. The
0: jacket's more important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother got me that jacket. My brother's um, seven years older than me, and he got it for me like 10 years ago. It was such a nice gift, and it's just lasted me for so long. So I'm like eternally grateful.
1: (laughs) Okay. See? Now we got the important stuff out of the way. Let's focus on the TV show. Great, great. Sure. (laughs) Yo, welcome to My Summer Layer. I'm your happy host, Sammy Yunnan. And today's guest is from the Hulu TV show, Rami which is like a Middle Eastern, like Atlanta. It's like the Donald Glover show. It's similar in style, but it's set in New Jersey, and there's like lots of Middle Eastern people. So I want to have you introduce yourself. <laughs> and since you lived in Boston and Houston and New York City, and now you live in L.A., tell me, how is the pizza in those cities? Or is New York just the best pizza? And that's the end of the discussion.
0: Um, New York might be the best pizza. And I wouldn't have said that. But I recently tried Prince Street Pizza, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of sold right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I said that. I don't know if I said that because I was also like pressuring myself to say that because it's just the expectation, and like I don't want to get thrashed by people who are like, you don't know pizza. <laughs> Truth is, I don't really know pizza, but I I know for sure that's a good pizza. So I'm kind of playing safe right now.
1: Okay, so uh, I I've had a nerve here. There's some angst there. You have some pizza angst. A oh, little, yeah. You kind of threw that at me. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's very similar to your character Dina. Uh, so the show Rami is uh basically created and um, produced and starring, and some of the episodes are written by Rami Youssef, a stand-up comic. And on the show, you play his sister Dina. Um, you don't have pizza angst. You have yeah. kind of like Muslim angst, I guess is the better way, way to put it.
0: Yeah, we we don't explore the pizza angst.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Rami, the issues that Rami's facing, he's kind of dealing with the Egyptian community and the morals of that uh, versus being a millennial. That's his dynamic. What are some of the issues that Rami's sister Dina is facing on that show?
0: I mean, Dina's facing the same issues. It's just coming from a different perspective because she's a girl. Like Rami faces these issues, but he's still able to explore a lot of them. And like take it like test where his edges are and where he wants and, and and kind of dip into his curiosity, whereas Dina is not even able to to go that far. Mm-hmm. you know she's kind of like craving the experiences, but held back because she's a girl.
1: She also didn't seem all that bothered though by like approaching or flirting or talking to a white guy whereas Rami seems a little more hung up on. <laughs> The ethnicity or the the religion of a girl, you know what I mean,
0: yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. I think that um I think that she's just really eager to like when she has like when she's made a decision to do a little exploring it's sort of just like going out there and whoever is there at that moment you know what i mean it's not really like
2: she's
0: she's like not not yet she hasn't even had like a taste to really be like this is what i want
1: mm-hmm. so a boy is a boy basically for her
0: i mean no 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 that sounds really awful but like <laughs> i think that it's just someone that she's had her eye on Mm -hmm. and it sort of makes sense in that moment to go for him
1: yeah and so based on what you're saying about Dina like how do you view and play her like is she kind of angry because sometimes some of the family scenes she can be a little bit more rough around the edges so is she kind of like angry at the situation because you talked about like the the culture that she's in And how it's kind of preventing her from doing certain things. Is she kind of angry or she kind of uh, just knows really kind of this is the way it is? I think it's a
0: combination. I really think that like she's really layered and can see exactly what's going on in that family dynamic. Especially with like the gender differences and the expectations. But at the same time, she's human. You know what I mean? She's not like a saint to just be like, I can see what's happening. It's fine. Like, she still feels frustrated. And out of that frustration comes, like, the sarcasm and the attitude.
1: hmm So out of context, do you feel viewers who didn't grow up with that culture, do you think they will misunderstand how Dina's parents, your parents, kind of deal with her? Like, because... There's a weird thing, because, like, you mentioned the double standards, but at the same time, a lot of our women are really strong, like, they're a forest of oaks.
0: Oh, I think Arab women are, like, the strongest women. Right? (laughs) But it's a a strength that might not really be recognized everywhere. Yeah. You know? It's kind of a... It comes off as a silent strength. Yeah.
1: And that's what I'm saying. So, like... You go through those double standards and you go through that that family and those situations. And that's what I'm saying. So do you think out of context, viewers will kind of miss that strength or the byproduct of those experiences? I'm not sure.
0: I met someone who was not Arab, and they saw a clip of the trailer and they're like, oh my gosh, I related to that so much. My family did that to me with my brothers. And so I don't know if the dynamic would be the same and that they have this like, inner strength with the patience that a lot of Arab, Arab women have. Man. I'm sure that, I mean, I'm sure, you know what I mean? But um, I do think in some ways it's very universal, but then like from a complete different perspective, I think it's going to be like a whoa kind of moment, especially when people realize she's 25 and mm-hmm. that's what she has to go through. Um, I think when you watch it for a while though, you get you, you almost you just get it it just kind of makes sense for this family and why the parents are doing that because you can kind of like see the parents and maybe their limitations maybe it's because i just know the culture so well i guess i'm curious about that too
1: yeah because it's a weird thing cause like you said there is a double standard but at the same time there's also a love there they wouldn't do this if they didn't love you if that makes sense
0: yeah, and that's the main thing with, like, even, I mean, in my own parents, you know, when when I'm, like, faced with something and I'm just like, are you serious? No one else has to go through this. I can meet them where they are and see why mm-hmm. they're doing it. And when you, like like, I just love being Arab, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, like, when you really know the culture, mm-hmm. you... You just appreciate all maybe it's it's with age that you learn to appreciate it when you're a kid, you're like, What is happening? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I I honestly I appreciate it and I've learned how to navigate it and I actually like to sit back and be like, Hmm, is there a point here? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if she is necessarily at that place where she's like, Hmm, I can appreciate the point. You know, she's kind of just um frustrated but i feel like with within her experiences she'll start to start to see some of the points
1: yeah i could see that we tend to also there's two kind of groups of middle eastern or kind of arab people i guess as a generalization where there's the ones who kind of know they follow the right path, the quote-unquote right path, and they become a doctor or a lawyer or a pharmacist, and then that's the safe bet. And then those are oh, yeah. right, and then those are the ones that usually get married and have the kids, and they do the quote-unquote the right things. And then there's others like yourself and myself <laughs> who take the crooked path, and they go down. What these... are
0: you trying to say? <laughs> Excuse me.
1: <laughs> there's a sarcasm there. I get you.
0: I get
1: you. Right, but and you. It's my staff. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But we take this path that, like, there is no, there's no sidewalk there, so it, it, uh, parents don't know how to deal with it, and so we end up because we're taking this path where there's no sidewalk, we end up, we almost become in a sense like late bloomers because it f- takes us a while to figure it out. Does that make? That's oh what God, I was getting at.
0: Yes. Yeah i've experienced that so hard especially because my brother is an engineer so he kind of had it all figured out yeah he did um, the path at a very early age
2: Mm -hmm.
0: he did the path um and i say that with love you know he's creative in his own way and with me i remember it's like all these risks i'm taking and it was like four years ago and my dad was just we were driving and he was like you know man i I still really wish that you became a doctor or a lawyer (laughs) or something and i was just like looking and I didn't say anything but in my head I'm like oh yeah I mean I still wish you were a sultan but I never got that (laughs) and I deal with this you know what I mean like why is it always about what they wish for us like what about what we wished for them um but we sort of just accepted it and we're like cool I'm gonna do my thing but I totally you know I've had that conversation with my family a lot where I'm like what are you basing my success on because don't base it on the number in my bank account. Look Mm -hmm. at what I've done so far. And I think that when we have taken this path, we really have to like really stand by our truth, like our authentic truth, because if we are not fully being our own supporters, it's very easy to crumble. Mm -hmm. Like we have to be our biggest fan, you know, to get there. And then like, sure enough, like people around you start to be like, oh wait, oh yeah, it is working, oh great. And yeah, totally. It happens at a later age. And sometimes I'm sad about that. Like, I see people in the States growing up, and at seven, they're like, I want to be an actor, and their parents are already taking them to get signed up at an agency. Yeah, And I'm like, wow, I have to wait it's so late.
1: Mm-hmm. But part of it, too, is like, your par- your parents, same as my parents, immigrate- immigrated to uh, mine to Canada, yours to America. And so there's there's a universal immigrant thing of safety and security, right? We're like, yeah. yeah, The world's always gonna need a pharmacist. The world's always gonna need a lawyer. We actors can come and go. Writers can come and go. And so the parents, I think, again, this is what I was saying with that tension, where they they're trying to be loving and they want you to have safety and security and the idea that you can feed children. Um,
0: they want the stability. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that way you're taken care of, like. Because they know they won't always be around, so it's it's kind of mean in a way, but it's also very loving in a way.
0: It's not, yeah. It's it's not mean in some in some ways. It's just overprotective. In some ways, I'm like, you gotta let someone discover. It's so it's not always. You don't always find people being like, "This is my passion," you know. So when you have that, I think you really not need to let someone explore it because they're gonna find themselves through it. And I, the thing is, I I can see my dad's perspective on it you know i completely get it but it's also like maybe that's not what i want right now Mm -hmm. you know like the the whole like that path that we were talking about Mm -hmm. and it's like that's what you wanted can you try to see that maybe it doesn't excite me as much you know and i mean he also just doesn't want me to like be in a sex scene on tv that's like one of his biggest
1: (laughs) fears. oh boy like there's a couple of spicy moments in
0: (laughs) i mean he watched it he watched it i made him watch it when i got like an uncut version i was like dad i need you to sit down and see this because i'm not gonna like i'm not it's not gonna be a surprise we're not gonna do that all right and he you know he tries he's been evolving like he'll come to me every once in a while and be like "It's okay to you know do something and, and not show any body parts or you know but like it's just like dad that's his main concern. When I'm like, "Oh, I'm working on this new project," he's like, "May please, no bed scenes." I'm like, <laughs> "I I just find when does it just become art?" But at the same time, I I I still remember my roots and my culture and where he's coming from. So mm-hmm. I'm not completely like, "What are you talking about?"
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's like I have to sort of um to to like expand him very slowly, which I'm grateful that he is doing that. Really, I'm very lucky, actually.
1: hmm. Is it difficult, though, for you to do, like, to approach or to kind of engage those spicy scenes, knowing, too, that there's this extra layer? Like, you talked about, like, other, like, other Americans, for example, and they're putting their kids in acting class at 7, and they don't think it's an issue. But now you have this extra cultural layer on top of it. Is all that going through your head as well, as what trying to make that scene as authentic as possible?
0: You know what? Not at all. I remember, um, because I was in Dubai until... 28 and then i was in the states i went to college i mean i was in high school in the middle east and then i went to college in the states and then i moved back to dubai and moved back to new york and i was studying acting and i i like then i think if i was in rami right after dubai yes i would have like i think i would have had a struggle but after spending the four years in New York and going to acting school and acting school kind of strips you of so much, mm-hmm. um, you, I at least me, I didn't think twice about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm being, I'm just being very transparent right now and it feels very right. And I know some people are going to appreciate it and some people aren't going to appreciate it and it's fine. <laughs>
1: that's, that's a great attitude. So, Typically, like, there's another path uh, that we can we can talk about, which is like when Middle Eastern actors go out for auditions, they usually get uh, terrorists, mm-hmm. or depending on how they look in their hair, they can get maybe like Spanish gangsters, you know, if they're shooting something in L.A. or something. <laughs> uh, so, what kind of roles like does a Middle Eastern actress like yourself get offered, or is there any con- kind of consistency?
0: So the first like um, three three roles I got in the same year were were like covered um, you know tr- traumatized woman like crying and just like in a state of like angst about a situation literally each to each one of them and I just remember one like it was fun because it was I, I was always like, oh, this is gonna be my way in and it was. And then I reached a point where I was just like, I don't, I feel like I'm one note right now. Like literally in all of these things, I'm doing the same thing. I felt like whenever I went in for an audition for like, you know, a Jessica that Mm. casting directors were like, uh, I just wasn't understood. And I know that like, I mean, I didn't grow up in America. So um, I just feel like, Um, they're looking for one thing. And when you throw someone else, I guess I just wasn't those things, you know what I mean? But it was frustrating because like I do just want to be seen as a different person and not as an Arab. And I hope that with Rami that can open. And I, I really hope that for other Arab actresses, they don't have to go, they don't have to think of it like, oh, I need to be that terrorist wife or this or that you know in order to like get my big break but they can just book the whatever role uh, Mm as just the person you know and that's the thing is like when there's this it's like if you're gonna it it almost feels like oh if it's gonna be arab we gotta go to the extreme of it and it's just like well where's just like the normal person Mm
2: -hmm. who's
0: like who also goes to a high school here or whatever um
1: yeah, but, I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Like, with almost any character, it's kind of like, it's almost a stereotype in a way. Like, if it's a gay character, it's like, he's very gay. or You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it becomes the defining characteristic of the, the character rather than just an aspect of the character.
0: Yeah, I guess we need the stereotype of just, like, the normal or, like, some, the middle, you know? We need, this like, the ambiguous. We need, like, the stereotype of the person that you cannot place. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people are like, I think we're like ready to go there and we're going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think this is a really great time, actually. I'm really excited for for actors who like like myself have grown up, who you can't really place, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean visually, like if if you just saw like a photo of you or what, like outside of the Rami context, for example, it would be sometimes, and I'm sure even in real life, you've had people trying to figure out where you're from or and d- guessing different cultures. Oh, always. Yeah. Right. So you're lucky that in that sense, too, like you may not be able to pull off a, a Jessica, but you can may- maybe pull off some sort of other like like a best friend of something. I mean,
0: I think I can
1: <laughs> because like
0: what is what is just you know what I mean? It's yeah, I know. Like there shouldn't be an idea, but I know exactly what you mean.
1: And so you mentioned being in New York City and uh, going to acting class and acting school there. You were also involved mm-hmm. briefly in the New York Arab uh, American Comedy Festival. Yeah. What were you doing there? Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Because I've been to that event, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, no way. Yeah, that was – so after college in Boston in 2009, I came to New York for, like, five months, and I had a good family friend who happened to be in the industry, and she introduced me, and she told me just to come in for an audition – and so I, I joined like this one sketch and I loved it because I'm still friends with a couple people. One of my best friends now who actually lace who plays Uncle Nassim on the show is one of my best friends and we on that show. So it was just like a lot of fun and it it just gave us the community
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that community like has helped support through our, you know, journeys of trying to to make it mm-hmm. um so i mean it was a fun festival but i again i only did like one you know sketch in it um which i don't really remember <laughs> it was so long ago but i think it gave the gift of community from there. i didn't meet rami on that though which is funny because he was also part of that
2: yeah um, but yeah
1: you mentioned like early on because when we were talking about like the the double standards that your character dina is facing and I asked you if like basically I was asking like if if white people or other people who are not Middle Eastern would watch this and what kind of context they would take away or what kind of lesson they would take away. You and you just mentioned like the Middle Eastern culture, the Arab culture being supportive. Do you think our culture will watch this and like really get behind this?
0: Um, yeah, I think I well I think there's gonna be some who do and some who don't, like in any situation.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I feel like I feel like this show sort of in a tasteful way, airs out some of our dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like, uh, first of all, everything that I say is from my perspective and I don't know everything. So like sometimes I say things and like people are like, well, she should read this or that. And I'm, I'm not at all saying I know everything, but from what I know, I just feel like Arabs, uh, like as Arabs, like, we haven't been given that support to like authentically represent ourselves from all sides and I see that that ends up creating situations where we're only portrayed from one angle you know on tv or whatnot and we're finally trying to share stories and experiences that are universal to everyone so that everyone can relate to us on a human level and I think that some people are going to want to stick in that paradigm of like fear and they're not going to appreciate it. And then others are going to maybe have like realizations and be like, oh, whoa. And then others are just going to be fully like, yes. And it's just, that's just going to be navigating between like those three perspectives. I mean, there's going to be more, um, but yeah um i I
2: guess
1: i don't know if that answers your question that's fair no but it's i know it's a hard question to ask or to answer because but it's just because you get the like as somebody who represents the show you get the feedback right and so you get to hear some of the what people are yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: I guess I haven't gotten much yet, though, because it's not been out. Mm-hmm. And the people who have seen it are people who like it or they're here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've not had someone come and challenge me on something. And I I totally would love that. I would love to be challenged. I would hate for someone to just, like, throw a blanket statement or just be like, this sucks. Like, no, I would want to know, like, wait, tell me how you feel and why,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: and, and like, I'm curious. And at the end of the day, it's one story it's like this family story it's Rami's you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's their perspective like we do not represent every arab and i think that's what people sometimes people are like oh that's not true or like whatever and they get offended but it's like wait 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 just Mm -hmm. like pull yourself out of it it's not about you you know and like if you have a story please come share it share your story just like accept something for what it is Mm -hmm. no one is saying hi we are arabia
2: you know
1: (laughs) yeah well and touching (laughs) upon our culture again like two of our um i don't know if they're necessarily strengths but two of our strengths are empathy and stubbornness (laughs) right those kind of run through (laughs) those run through a lot of uh, like the people i know a lot of family that i know it's empathy and stubbornness and so that's why i was kind of curious yeah you're thinking about it now or
0: no I was just I was um yeah I was thinking about what you were saying I thought that was interesting because like I never would have just been like oh yeah empathy and stubbornness like, I mean I see it when you say it you know
1: Hmm. those are kind of what we're we're good at yeah. those two things
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I um yeah I can see that sometimes I feel like some of the stubbornness is like in what people want to portray Mm -hmm. because people are exploring things but it's kind of kept under the table and it it almost feels like sometimes there's this like unrealistic expectation of perfection that people are trying to um, always I don't know give off and then I feel like the more perfection a certain person or culture is trying to exude the more capacity for shame exists and so I just I'm like, we can see that, you know. Like, what are you being stubborn about? What are you trying to like not um, change in your perspective or look at? Just like, be open to it, you know. And uh, I don't know. That's that's where that took me.
1: <laughs> you no, know, no, that's fair. There's many problems with perfection, but the main problem with perfection is that you're always going to fall short. You not, you can't. There's no such thing as a perfect TV show or a perfect. Um, ever yeah. right? there's no perfect Muslim there's no perfect wife there's no perfect anything so you fall short and then that's like you said once you fall short that triggers either the guilt or the shame and then it's like well then somebody could easily say well then you suck at being a Muslim or a, a wife or an actor or whatever right
0: yeah and I think there's so much power in being like yeah there, there, these sides exist mm-hmm. like what are we going to do they do exist like can we look at them you know, like, no one is, like, without any judgment, but just, like you're saying, empathy. And then and then on the flip side, we do have a lot of empathy, but it's, like, sometimes we're not using it on ourselves, I feel.
1: Yeah, and this is what I was saying before with, like, the path, where, like, you have to become a doctor, you have to become a lawyer. Um, I don't even know if you're married and have kids, but that's, like, another big, like, that's a huge thing if you don't have, like, you know what I'm saying? Not. Okay. You yeah. Right? <laughs> So my dad, huh? You're a black sheep completely then, eh?
0: Whoa, I'm the biggest black sheep. No, I mean, like, I have other friends. So we have a little, like, we're a community of black sheep, if you will. So mm-hmm. now we're, you know, we're not the black sheep anymore. I guess we're <laughs> just a different color. But, like, my dad recently, like, was talking to a friend from back from back in the Middle East. And the first thing he told them when they asked how I was, he was like, well, she's not married yet. I was like, can you not offer up my like <laughs> relationship status? Like, it's, can you like, what about everything I'm doing? Is that not more exciting? Yeah. It's so, it's just the culture. It makes me laugh. It's, and ever since doing Rami, I start noticing these like little things. And I'm just like, oh. and now they're just gems. Now I'm like, this is the culture. It's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the Middle Eastern dad way of saying it's complicated. So complicated. <laughs> you touched upon a couple of things and I want to just go back to it. One was this idea of uh, representation and we've seen kind of two ways uh, representation works where like uh, Will Smith did, uh, for lack of a better term, he did kind of a lot of like white movie work like Men in Black and these kind of things, Wild Wild West and things like that that were just generally aimed at a big wide audience, Independence Day, and they were very successful and he was a big box office star. Denzel Washington he worked with a lot of black actors or directors like Spike Lee, and he did a lot of more insular uh, black work, kind of like Malcolm X and things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you feel the tension between those two things, kind of like Rami would be then like a good Middle Eastern role and something you kind of represent the culture and you have that responsibility to show and represent the culture? Or do you want to, just like you said, go out there and be a Jessica and just be free and just tell a stupid, dumb, romantic comedy story and then go home?
0: I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to.
1: <laughs> you put I it... mean,
0: honestly, I want, to, I want to tell good stories and good human stories that people can relate to and empathize with and feel connected to. Like, I do this for connection, you know? Like, of course, expression, like that's something deep in me that i am been called to my whole life. Mm-hmm. But just connection, because that's like, letting people feel like i don't know you know we're not alone and we're in this together and we share stories and like if you can make someone feel something or laugh or i mean that's really like a gift so it's like if that dumb romantic story had a cool role i would do it Mm -hmm. i would do it i'm open Mm -hmm. you know but it really just depends because i want i i want to tell something that i'm connected to first and foremost whether it's gonna like it's not about it being this like huge thing also. It's like some of great stuff is like stuff you might never see, but like you as an artist, like really explore parts of yourself through it.
2: Mm -hmm. So it's
0: just, it's like, it's like a selfish, it's like a selfish place as well. Cause you know, you, you're like, wow, I'm going to grow and I'm going to be, I want to be challenged by the roles that I do. And I feel like, yeah i guess that's the thing with some of these romantic comedies is they're not always challenging you know so it's very easy to get bored in them or um but i don't know maybe it would be challenging let's see let's see if one comes
1: along (laughs) that i'm like this is different yeah no that's fair because i mean that's the i think sometimes too that's the other trap once you become this like because you're very bright and you're very outspoken so once you become um, this kind of like uh, Middle Eastern representation, it's like th- there's this pressure now to like only just do that kind of work and just fall into that trap. And like you said, then you don't get to challenge yourself. You don't get to try new things. You don't you don't get to grow. You don't get to evolve. You just become almost like the opposite of like what you were saying before where like you're just always you get the same role over and over again. But now it's just you're at a bigger platform. Yeah, I
0: know wants that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just like, it's fun to tell good stories and also to grow. Like if someone was like, here is a movie and you need to learn Italian, like I'm going to jump on that in a second. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like I'm an actor at the end of the day. Like, yes, I love to represent where I'm from because I do believe like they need a voice. And I love where I'm from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's very easy to... To, to represent the Middle East, you know? I have no shame showing parts of the Middle East that ma- might not, you know, like, quote-unquote ugly or whatever because, like, the good is so much bigger in my eyes and my experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's also it's fun to just, like, morph, I guess,
2: mm-hmm. and learn,
0: you know? And, and we we are all, like... <sighs> I don't know one we're all like it's fun it's just who doesn't want to grow that's like what I'm here for
1: yeah and that's actually the that's the good work that an actor does right because you are always um I don't know what the word is vetting and going through your emotions and almost cataloging them in a way right in a way that way that you can then we're like reborn always yeah so for this show back to the show Rami like would you pray for this show? Like, do you pray for success? Or do you pray that it would open doors? Or that people would see something different? Or, like, how do you pray for this show? I know that's a bit of a personal question.
0: Oh, I, I mean, I pray that people can watch it and feel really happy and feel like they're represented. Because I've not watched something where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So, like, I mean, yeah, maybe in, um, maybe, like, with if I... If if I saw another woman going through something, I'd be like, cool, yeah, that's universal. But I mean, I feel like we still need to see that Arab representation to connect to and feel feel that pride, like for one thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And two, it's, um, yeah, I mean, for success, it just means that it's been well-received. So in that regard, yes, I pray for that success and then for myself, I pray I do pray that more, you know, I mean I pray for all of us in the show that more doors open and more, you know for in the careers we want to, you know pave and and like opportunities to come to us and then for other actors who are Arab and not Arab, I pray that they tell their stories and um, speak up and share and, you know, we, we, we just we need that, we need each other like that
1: I'll get you out on this last question. In terms of like telling your own stories, are you just comfortable being an actor? Is that the only role that you want or later on, or even now something like writing or directing or producing or any other, because there's so many different amazing roles that you can do in film. Are any of the other roles really attracted Mm -hmm. to you and something that you want to explore or get into later on?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I want to create definitely. I love, I'm not, oh uh, yeah, I, I hate saying like, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that, because I believe I can do something if I really want to. So I'd love to create, I'd love to write um, and share stories that I don't necessarily have to be in, you know, but then I'm just sharing them and working with others and just collaborating with friends, like getting, like having a group that we just keep working together, that's a dream, obviously. Um I guess just like exploring, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just open. I'm open to like exploring darker sides of myself. Um, all, par- all sides of myself. There, there isn't a specific thing that I'm like, oh, I mean, I'd love to be an assassin. <laughs> you know, like there's like, I mean, I would. Like there are specific things that I'm like, oh, cool. Like that would be a lot of fun, you know, like exploring a, a quote unquote villain. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. They really are all coming from
1: a specific oh thanks you're pretty mean you have a couple of mean moments of rami so i could see you being like "Dude,
0: it's so funny my manager watched it and was like wow you're not like that at all in real life and (laughs) i was like is she that mean
1: no it's just it's just the way that the brothers and sisters are but it's also compounded by the middle east sarcasm so that's what i'm saying i could see people taking away the the like without knowing the proper context i could see people saying wow she's really mean but at the same time, it's like.
0: Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: right. But at the same time, because I know the culture, the fact that you're willing to take the time and be super sarcastic and cuss him out means you really love him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so, all love. <laughs> it is all love. But try to come out in this way that, like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> right? So there's like, it's love with that, like, wrapped up in that contempt, the, the contempt that gives it the spice defense mechanism what are you gonna do what are you gonna do all right so thank you so much for hanging out thank you for your sarcasm thank you for taking the other path
0: (laughs) thank you it's such a pleasure to meet you thanks for having me
1: oh no this was a lot of fun actually so we covered a lot we covered uh yeah it is we uh, really did yeah we covered your sarcasm we covered um you want to be an assassin (laughs) your gang of black sheep or brown sheep i guess (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i am the best gang i'm yeah. so proud of
1: them <laughs> yeah uh so yeah rami will <laughs> premiere on hulu on april nineteenth. and uh so yeah. uh there's 10 episodes in the first season and hopefully you guys will be able to get a second season because i think there's a couple of things that are left with you, with dina's role your role that are kind of really worth exploring uh you and your mom on the show oh yeah there's a couple yeah. of, like, really cool... Yeah, like,
0: it's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a couple of cool, like, yeah. kind of women-related issues like we t- kind of talked about at the beginning that I think are, like, like you said, airing the dirty laundry, right? So you want to kind of get them out in the forefront uh-huh. and then kind of see where how that pushes yeah. the discussions.
0: I feel like a lot of people have been wanting that. So um, I'm praying that we get that opportunity to explore it and share it.
1: This is a tangent, but it's also, like, I think part of the role of an actor is to uh, either the story based on the story that you're telling part of the role of the actor is to give people the language to discuss something Mm -hmm. because if i if Mm -hmm. i you know when you're with your black sheep friends and then you say like oh i saw this movie or whatever and then um your friends are like oh is the movie any good and then your friends say oh wait for netflix there's a nice little shorthand which means it's like it's all right but don't pay money for it you know what i mean
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so, but the problem is when we're talking about, like, um, like you talked about the shame of sex and stuff like that in the Middle East, any of these kind of bigger, heavier topics, which are hard to kind of basically articulate, if your story can give people a metaphor or a language to properly talk about that without being embarrassed, mm-hmm. then that's, I think, that's when you're always going to be successful. Oh, that's
0: beautiful. I really hope that we... We're able to
1: touch on that in this yeah because like you said people want to talk about those things but they don't know how like i i just said they don't know how to <laughs> yeah. get yeah <laughs> right like even i was embarrassed to bring it up because i just said spicy scenes and i just wanted to let it go but um but that's the thing you want to be able to but we need to talk about those things otherwise then they just kind of like they fester right you can't you can't grow anything in that mm-hmm. soil
0: yeah oh my gosh well throw me in a room and i'll be able to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like this is real like what are you what are you hiding from there's like an elephant in the room like come on 2019 fine like we can hold our hands through it you know
1: oh then there you go that's your thing then you could be like uh kind of an empathetic counselor type by day and then at night just an assassin (laughs) I think you figured out my career for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I'd watch that actually. Thank I think you. I, I, got, I I would I would pay money for that. I wouldn't say that for Netflix. I'd go opening weekend.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm gonna hold you to that then. I'll be Oh, waiting. cool.
1: Can I? I wouldn't mind though if you like killed me and there's like blood everywhere and like maybe sever off an arm or something too. That would be pretty neat.
0: That can all be organized. <laughs> we'll do everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm in. <laughs> But congratulations on the show, May. And Thank uh you. um Yeah, when you see Dave, Thank I'll you. probably see Dave soon, uh, Dave Mahaj, but I'll give him a high five and I'll tell him you're really sweet. He's right. You are really sweet and really kind. So, well,
0: I hope I meet you in person and that we all hang out.
1: Oh, <laughs> with the Black you Sheep Gang? Fun. Yeah. Okay.
0: Awesome. Thanks.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Cool. You're free to go and do things awesome. in life and have pizza.
0: I'm going to have a lot of it. Thank you so much. It was wonderful.
1: Thank and you, Mae. I am to hearing
0: it. And hearing your other stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. All righty. Bye. Yo, that was fresh. That was my conversation with May, just on the phone where she was in California. I was in Toronto and it was cold. As I said, you can see uh, Rami on uh, Hulu on April 19. My name is Sammy Yunan and you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at my pal Sammy. Thanks for listening.